I want to start this episode with an apology. <laughs> Every week for, what, four years now almost? Mm-hmm. Oh, over four years. We have asked you to email your topics to we got this podcast at gmail.com. And a while back, like September, October of last year, I was like, I got to be better about checking these. Mm-hmm. There are professional opportunities. In addition to great feedback from all of you, I was like, I'm going to check it more often. And I did check it just now. <laughs> and the last time you checked it before that was October of 2018. <laughs> Point being, I'm going to give you a new email that will make sure they come directly to me who will deal with them anyway. Send your – I like that there's no assumption that I would ever get them. <laughs> you will never get them. Even if you do, you won't check them until later. I have – how many do I have? I have 1,400 something emails. Exactly. Yeah. So I want you to send them to info at howlublin.com. That is where you send them now. Send your we got this topics. Just put we got this in the subject line. I will receive it. And also, if you're the person from iHeartRadio that emailed us. Diamond. <laughs> Apologies. I was like, I did it again. We could have been on, on iHeartRadio in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But uh, I reached out to Diamond separately. I gave her my personal email address. Ooh. Them. Could be a man. Yeah. It could, could be non-binary. Them. Mm-hmm. I gave them my my personal email address. But everybody, please send info at howlublin.com. Dot com. Maybe I'll just have the we got this stuff forward directly. That would probably be an easier way to do it. Yeah. You know, we'll figure it out. Send it to either one. Either point is. Why don't we just start the episode? Okay. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Room. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. All right. Sarah from Canada. You've been very patient. Yeah. It could have been... October that she sent this. This was uh, seven months ago. This was sent. <laughs> I worked my way backwards, I think. This is a great topic. This, this one is, uh, the, the second we got to, we were like, oh, this will be fun. This will be good. We were hunting. We didn't know what we wanted to do. This is being recorded right after our Nicolas Cage episode. Yeah, this is our second episode of the day, and uh, we figured we had time to do another episode right now before the uh, Sixers game starts. Exactly. And this <laughs> feels like one, hopefully, uh, by the time we listen to this, the Sixers will have advanced to the playoff. Ah. But maybe they've lost. Either eh, way, fair we still need to figure out the best room. It is a good topic. We're talking about the best room in a home, mm-hmm. not the best room overall. Best room in a home. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some top ones, obviously, right off of the bat, but also... Here's the question. Is something like billiards room? Because, like, my dad's basement is sick. You've been there. Yeah. Your dad's kind of basement's amazing. It. It's the world's greatest man cave. Yeah, it's like a game room. It's like a yeah. media room. Oh, I'm going – I'm look, it's – I'm, I'm going to say this. I think it's going to be one of the utilitarian rooms that everyone has. I agree. That should be a criteria that it is a room that is, like – when you go to look for an apartment or a house, mm-hmm. it is one of the ones that they point out in that list. Right. So private bedroom theater yeah. is nice. That said, okay, I have a list in front of me oh. of rooms in a house. 
specifically a mansion house. Oh, can I guess some of them? How many different rooms are there? Oh, hold on. 10, 15, 20, 25. Um, about 70. They're about 70. <laughs> All right. Let's, let me, let me ask some questions. Is this a house in Beverly Hills, California? This is not a real house. This is a, this is a dreamed up. This is all of the possibilities that could be in a house, including all of the, can we include the rooms in Clue? Or nah, it should probably a lot be of something. Some are that, rooms. Like a study is a room in a house. They are yeah. rooms. Oh, but this list d- deviates. Library. There's a study. Mm-hmm. There's a library. Yes. And there's a conservatory. Yes. So you, Read about music theory in the library. Mm-hmm. You study it in the study, mm-hmm. and then you go to the conservatory and uh, compose. Okay. Then you have the piano room, yeah. the uh, the billiard room, yes. the great hall, yes. the dining hall, yes. the ballroom, yes. the gallery, uh-huh. a grand foyer. Gotta have that. Sure. Stables. Essential. <laughs> Stables made me laugh when I read that one. What are you going to have, like, five horses hanging out in your study? Yeah. Be a barbarian. Exactly. Now, here's, of course, private chambers, bedrooms. Sure. Um, I thought those were different. The private chambers is uh, is just where you tell secrets, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh Uh, A wine cellar. Yes. A root cellar. I don't even know what that is. Uh Various and very specific storage rooms. Yeah. This is a, this is a, whoever made this list is fantastic. Movie theater. A sitting room, a movie, the movie theater is not on this list. Um, that, that article's trash. What was it written in 1890? Uh, it was written in, oh, it was written by, uh, Scott Amelia, uh, Amelia Nook, the former editor in chief of This Old House. Amazing. You wouldn't put a movie theater in? I know, man. Put a movie theater in your oh, house, Scott. Dude. Come on, dude. There's so many, like, what would you put? If, in a dream if house? you had, if you had a dream house, Hal, describe to me your dream house. This is easy. Mm-hmm. In ninth grade, we had a project in geometry class where we were given graph paper and you had to make mm-hmm. a scale model of your dream home. Ooh. And most people did like one page. Mine was five pages long. One for each story? No, it was all, it was all a ranch. It was a ranch. <laughs> I'll, let me just, I'll, I'll just give you my bedroom. Okay. Okay. Bed in the corner, giant room. Um, on the opposite side of the room was a basketball court that also turned into a hockey rink. <laughs> Big screen TV that came out of the foot of the bed. That's very common nowadays in 1992. I don't know. That big screen, yeah. Yeah, big screen. Um, And then columns that rose out of the floor that had my VHS collection in them. Oh, my God. And I plotted them out. I think they were actually – Were they on either side of the TV or either side of the bed? They came out of the floor by the bed. Oh. Like, oh, what movie was it? They came out and then – Shouldn't they come out of the floor by the VCR? I mean, that's by the bed. It's all in the same area. So – Look, you were a kid, I guess. Yeah, of course. That's pretty – Pretty epic. But that was, yeah, it was like sports and hanging out and everything in one room. I think there might have been. I like the idea, too, that as a kid, the absolute best room is your bedroom. Yes. Like, when you're a kid, it is the bedroom, right? Uh, I know we have some kid listeners out there. I assume, uh, kid listeners, that your bedroom is the best room in the house because that is yours. You got all your stuff in there. Yeah. And you can shut the door. Yes. Like, as a kid, to be able to be like, Hang on. This is my time right now. Yeah. Just shut that bedroom door. But if if I were making a house now, I mm-hmm. would want a movie theater in it. I'd want a recording studio in it. Yeah. Um, Ugh, work stuff. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, indoor pool. Oh, and I like that. A, uh, no outdoor pool? Just an indoor pool? Uh, maybe like an indoor yeah, that could be outdoor. Oh, one of the ones where you track. swim under the glass? Yeah, I yeah. like those. Um, And then 
a game room that has like billiards, but also traditional console gaming and like an arcade setup. You just described your dad's. Uh, yeah, it would basically space, be yeah. like an updated version of my dad's. Like I often wonder if I had a space like that, mm-hmm. what would I put in differently? But like yeah. the movie theater is its own. I want like the big recliners. We could have a bunch of people and everybody hang out. You can watch sporting events in there and stuff in there. Like that would be really cool to me. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I would love to have a movie theater. That's a big. I mean, yeah, that's. That's the coolest. I would definitely want to have a pool. I'd love a pool because, like, you know, the summertime, it's Los Angeles. You sit outside. You sit by the pool. You have a good time. Yeah. I'm a huge, like, and I've kind of done this with my apartment, tried to give it this vibe. I like working in an environment that looks like the Victorian gentleman's idea of where you should be sitting and working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Roll top desk. Yeah. Roll top desk, globes everywhere, <laughs> bookshelves everywhere. Ladders. A bu- ladders, a bust of some scientist. Whose bust would you put up? I don't know. I think – I would like to have a row of them. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, sure. Like you've got Shakespeare. You've got Marie Curie. Mm-hmm. You've got Plato, Socrates. I'm trying to think Einstein. of like – Okay, arts, sciences, humanities. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. something from each – I like an environment that is like opulent work, an opulent work environment. And then at night, the Marie Curie glows in the dark. <laughs> you have a nightlight to read by. I get Perfect. It. Yeah. Sure. I would love that. Yeah, and – um. I always I also I know that uh, I think Rupert Grint has this the uh the slide that goes from the bedroom right down to the kitchen. Fantastic. <laughs> or the fire pole. I'd love a fire pole. He has an ice cream truck as well. Yeah, basically I want Rupert Grint's house. Okay, fair. Yeah, but I would love to have a fire pole in my house. Yeah. That'd be amazing. And that train from uh Silver Spoon, the uh, old oh, Alfonso sure. Rivera show. Or or like uh I mean you could have like the Carolwood Pacific line I think is the name of it. It was just Walt Disney scale Railroad that went around Ooh. the property that you would sit on top of. You said like Carolwood and my brain heard Karen Silkwood. <laughs> and I was like, like oh, God. Where they take a bottle brush. Yeah, they, they just scrub, scrub you. you. Uh-huh. Oh, God. It's terrible. I don't know why anybody has that in their house. Yeah. But we're not. We're not yeah, my house needs a Silkwood shower. <laughs> I do like to go on Redfin, mm-hmm. which is a, a, like a real estate site that I'm sure a lot of you are aware of. And I have it send me an email. Like, show me houses in this area mm-hmm. with this many bedrooms, this many bathrooms. And it like for my neighborhood, they're all like. The, maybe the cheapest one is one and a half million dollars. Yeah. But sometimes you'll get one that's like ten, twenty million dollar house. Million dollars. Forty. So I saw one that was seventy million. And then you look at these houses and you're like, oh, let me just gobble up the insanity that is this house. These houses that are up on the hills have like a beauty parlor, but like a salon in them. Mm-hmm. They have a massage studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, full wine cellars. But they look oh, that's like, a thing I would want in mine. A wine cellar, not a wine cellar. No, you said the the studio. It made me think I would like to have a like big rehearsal studio. Oh, like sure. mirror one wall of mirrors mm-hmm. with a curtain that you can drag in front of it if you're going to do like put yourself on tape for stuff. Uh, full lights, you know what I mean? Like a cool, sure. like a multi use uh, performing artist work room. So you'd have a lighting rig. I'd have a I'd have a lighting grid on the roof or on the roof on the ceiling. Then you'd have you'd have the mirror. You could do the mirrored mirror. wall with a sliding curtain that goes across. And then also in front of that, you could have a, a green screen drop down. Right. So you could film green screen stuff because I know oh, you yeah. do a lot of green. I screen. do a lot of green screen stuff. Yeah. 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 That would be it. Yeah. Also, I think I'd like uh, hardwood floors. Yeah, hardwood floors are great. Yeah. I don't mean just in there. I just mean in general. In general, yeah, yeah. hardwood floors are good. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're going to stay away from the dream home. We're not talking about mansions. We're not. We're here to talk about what is the best room in the home. Now there are, so what are our big contenders? So we got, let's go through the rooms. Let's just, mm-hmm. let's agree on a set of rooms. Okay. Um, let me ask you this then as we are agreeing on a set of rooms yes. is basement slash man cave slash game room 
on the list? Or is it, it can be. I think the basement, though, can be a lot of different things. You can have an unfinished, partially unfinished, finished basement. Basement is nice because it can be whatever. You could turn it into right. a separate suite and apartment right. for like a family member or – is it bad that I just assumed that the basement is a game room? <laughs> no, I mean, off, even when even when we lived in the, in, in Northeast Philly, mm-hmm. we did not have a finished basement, but there was still like a pinball machine down there. That's where my Star Wars toys were. Mm-hmm. You'd walk down a, a slim hallway, and that's where the washer and dryer were, and go out by the garage. Yeah, um, that was how every row home was built. Yeah, and some people finished their basements. Like I knew people who had finished basements. We did not have. We had a finished basement. basement when we first moved into the house. It wasn't finished, but eventually we finished it. My dad built the oh, man. This is going to sound bougie and I don't mean for it to because this is just this was just my dad's hobby and obsession. We had a train room in the basement. Oh, with like a model My train dad movie? was obsessed with LGB trains, uh which is this German model train company where they're large trains yeah. and they're beautiful, just these stunning uh things and that was his hobby. That was what he collected. And he uh he took one room or like cut up we cut up the basement into a few smaller rooms and we finished them, but then we didn't do a ton. Like half of the basement was just like, well, now it has drywall and carpet. Yeah. But we're still not doing much with it. Of course. Uh, except for there was this one corner, little corner room that my dad put up his trains. Yeah. That is actually. That was awesome. I'm glad that you brought that up because just very quickly, the mm-hmm. dream, I would love to have a room. And I've said this for years and years in my house where I set up an entire like model village. Yeah. And have a train, have like trains running through. Oh, I love I, those, man. Like, They're so fun. Just like we'll go to that train store someday. There's a train store in Burbank. Okay, model, model, and it has a great model train set up inside. I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. That that is definitely that's that to me is like has forever been a sign that I've made it financially when I can afford something like that. Yeah, and not have to like skip meals or skip rent for it. Right. Oh no, we skipped all of our meals as children for it. It's still worth it. <laughs> so. <laughs> So um, I, I think basement should be in consideration. Okay, we've Not, got it's it's so varied. I don't think it's 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 necessary. I don't think it's I don't think it's making the podium necessarily. But we'll kitchen. leave it on there. Kitchen, bedroom, bathroom, living room. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have a different? Do you differentiate between a living room and a den? I think they're all the they're very similar to one another. Some people like the living room is where you sit and speak, and then the den is where the television. That's is. what that's what I always was growing up. It was like. And by the way, w- nobody I know had a living room. Everybody just had a den. It was yeah. like, no, 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 it's not called a living room if there's a TV in it. And we're like, great, we don't have a living room. We have a den. Yeah, we, we, when we moved to Huntington Valley, mm-hmm. we lived in a split level home. And when you walked in the front door, it was like big open area. And to the left was the living room. And mm-hmm. then you went down the downstairs part, which is like, it's like down six steps, up six steps. So it's a split level. Mm-hmm. That's where the family room was, which mm-hmm. would also be the den. And that's where you sit and watch television the living room didn't really like we had to have like my grandparents had a living room yeah and it was like nobody was ever in there just what you did to me i think for the purposes of this Mm -hmm. that a living room slash family room slash den very similar it's a place where people yeah come to spend time together on a variety of activities uh attic sure so right now i think this is a good list this is the this is the bulk of like kitchen bedroom uh, garage Kitchen, bedroom, bathroom, living room, attic, basement, garage. Yes. I think we can eliminate the garage right away because it's just a bedroom for your cars. <laughs> sure. And, and I think we can eliminate service. the attic right away because it's just a bedroom for uh, ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. That's where all your ghosts are. Yeah. And a light. Yeah. According to Shel Silverstein. Right. 
right in the attic. Um, did I ever tell you about uh, my favorite move that I pulled when I was a kid with our basement? Mm. Uh, so there was the way to get into our basement. There was a door that just looked like any other door. I think I've told you this, but you would open that door and there were stairs. Okay. It was like, you know, you've seen houses where it's like, it looks like it could be, it could go into a closet or a ba- oh, closet. Yeah, like back of the we kitchen. didn't have a closet on here. Closet. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just a bedroom for clothes. Eliminated. Eliminated. Bedroom for clothes. And uh, so I took a tension rod like you would use to hang up a, a curtain in a shower. Yeah. Open up the door. Put the tension rod in the wall where it, it was just a narrow staircase going down. Yeah. So I attached the tension rod across the top of that and hung coats in it. Then my house had a secret basement because you open the door and it just looks like a coat closet. And then you part the coats and there's a staircase. Did you get in trouble for that? No. thought it was awesome. I mean, it was taken down immediately. <laughs> my family was like, oh, you're so creative. Get rid of that right now. <laughs> but if you have one of those, I highly recommend it because it looks awesome. Yeah. If you actually did that in real life, though, grandma would go tumbling down the stairs like a life <laughs> yeah. alert commercial. Yeah. That's fair. Remember that when the woman falls down the stairs? Yeah. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. And then they, but it's like clearly a dummy being log rolled down <laughs> a set of steps. That's my favorite part of that. Just as I know nobody's being hurt and just the slapstick of it. Yeah. Oh, that poor lady. Hmm. Um, all right. So uh, living room, bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, basement. I would eliminate the basement. Yeah. Just because. Because it's such variety. And there are a lot of areas where you have – like there aren't a ton of basements in California. Right. Um, there are a lot of places where there are just more ranch homes, where homes are more spread out. Mm-hmm. And it's really like a cellar. If you're in New York storage. City – there's a basement in your whatever building you are in, and usually it is storage and someone lives there also. Yes. Like it is just – everything is so tightly, compactly put together. Yeah. But I think that – I think this is a smart list because regardless of whether you – like you and I grew up out in the suburbs where there's more room to put crazy stuff. Yes. Um, or in a city where you've got – you know where, where there's 50 million people all buzzing around a small location, um, there are certain things that always exist. And that is the living room, the bedroom, the closet. Or the living room, the bedroom, the kitchen, uh, the closet, I guess. Sure. Well, now we eliminated that because it's just a bedroom for clothes. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. Bedroom, kitchen, bathroom, living room. Here, well, here's what I – That's the big yeah. four. We've gone about 20 minutes mm-hmm. at this point. Let's take a break. Okay. And then we'll slug these out. All right. You mean fight them? Yeah. We're going to fight each one of them, but to together. The death. Oh, okay. We'll go back to back with weapons. Sure. We'll yeah. We'll have weapons. each other six mm-hmm. as these four rooms uh, attack us in a circle. Yeah. We'll destroy them <laughs> when we come back. Be right back, y'all. Hi, I'm Janet Varney, and like many of you, brand new sentient robots excluded, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were, too, including folks like comedian Danielle Radford. And of course, all of us, you you take on that theater accent, and our teacher would say, no, that isn't how people talk. Right. Don't do the super theater kid accent. It's the worst. But so when I was doing theater in high school, of course, I immediately was talking about being in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) So join me every week on the JV Club podcast where I speak with my favorite women artists, innovators, and humans as we reminisce about the past and how it led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. And together we're the hosts of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. What does that mean for you, the podcast consumer? Well, it means that you're going to get a lot of stories about how we used to do weird stuff to people 
in order to try to fix them. Do you know that we used to think diseases were caused by bad smells? And that we used to eat mummies for medicine? That's super funny. I kind of like Well, thanks, and we hope you'll kind of like our show, Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. It's available every Friday wherever fine podcasts are sold or at its beautiful, picturesque home at MaximumFun.org. Okay. All right. Let's talk. Uh, what do you want to tackle first? So we got kitchen, bedroom, bath, living room. Uh, we, we didn't list the dining room, but I, here's why I think it almost doesn't warrant. I think most people eat in the kitchen. Yeah. I, I assume that the kitchen table is in the kitchen. Like, I, I assume that as well. And I don't think we, like, we would eat in the dining room, like, which is just kind of like a, uh, the dining room, I guess, at my mom's house where my mom lives now, the dining room is just kind of, a section of the living room where there's a table. Yes. You know what I mean? I it's not really it's even here. Yeah. Like in where we are right now, it's just, we are not in your, we are technically, I guess, in your dining room because yes. we are off of the area where the kitchen is. Yes. But it's just, it's also right next to the living it's room. It's right next to the living room. Yeah. So the dining room is sort of a, like a formal dining room. You, I, you don't really see, I guess. I don't. Or use as much. Yeah. It's something that's not really used in le- except unless it's a mm-hmm. holiday. Right. Unless your kitchen is we, so small that you have to have a dining area. And mm-hmm. even then, and this isn't good, mm-hmm. but the reality is I think a lot of people eat their food in front of the television. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. It's not bad. The dining room just isn't. Or in the car. Or in the car. Yeah. Or in the shower. In the bathroom. <laughs> I was eating in the bathroom. Or you're stuck in the closet with 20 chicken McNuggets. Call back. To oh, I hope you listened to last week's episode. Yeah. You would be so confused. Um. But yeah, that's why it's not included. It just seems like a big omission. Well, you and I also, I think we should point out and say in this, um, you and I have sort of similar upbringings mm-hmm. in that we were raised by wolves. Yeah, by wolves. Um, in a house in the suburbs mm-hmm. and that there are a million different. So we, we can only speak from our experience. Like we can say things like, uh, yeah, we, there, nobody ever uses the dining room. And there are people that are like, we use the dining room all the time. And there are people that are like, we don't have a dining room. We just eat at the kitchen table. Like, right. So the, we're really, can, we, as in every episode, we can only really come at this from our experiences. Uh, that said, we don't need to put the dining room on the list, right? I don't think there's any way no. that it is the best. And no. I also think, let's talk about the bedroom. Yeah. Hey. Actually, no, hold on. Let's not talk about the bedroom yet. Let's talk about the bathroom. Okay. The bathroom is a place. Yeah. Hey. Uh, the, the bathroom has, so you, like, when you were at your worst, mm-hmm. you are in that bathroom. Yeah. Like, when you are the sickest, the bathroom is there for you. But you are also in that bathroom when you are, when you are striving to get to, at least physically, mm-hmm. your best. Yes, that's right. On a daily basis. Yep. You wash up. You brush yeah. your teeth. You like, you get, check that's, in. that's where you check in with the, with like getting ready to f- be in the world. It is the only place in a home mm-hmm. where you really have private time. If you live mm-hmm. with someone else, if you live with a significant other, then you share a bedroom together. So even the bedroom mm-hmm. is not a private, it is a private place for the two of you, but a place where you will be by yourself mm-hmm. is the bathroom. I'm not suggesting people 
necessarily go in there for long periods of reflection. Maybe they do. Well, bathtub, you know, you draw, draw a bath, light a candle, grab a book, grab a glass of wine. That's a chill night. Yeah. Long shower, uh, like a cold shower on a hot day or Mm -hmm. a really warm shower when you feel sore. Or a warm shower with a cold beer in it. That's right. Boom. Or a cold refrigerated apple pie. Oh, we're back on the apple pie in the shower. It still exists. It wasn't even a hand pie. It was just a miniature version of a pan pie. I had to deal with the pan afterwards. No, I took it out of the For those who don't know the story, Hal, give the brief version of this. I ate a pie in the shower in okay. New Zealand. Yeah, that's you know it. not say anymore. If you listen to any of the podcasts that I host, I've told this story multiple times. Anyway, point being yeah. uh, that it is a place where you are – but like I, for me, as a kid, I would read – I would get in the bathtub and I would read for for hours on end. Like, yeah, I have a bad habit of not in the bathtub, but uh, oh, I did that too. Katie, Katie, my old roommate in New York, uh, we always know when each other are in the bathroom because that's when we get articles texted to each other. <laughs> that's what Uncle John's bathroom reader is for. Yeah, exactly. It's for reading in the bathroom. Some yeah. of the most enjoyable books to read. I, Katie, if you're listening, sorry to put you on blast about our uh, our <laughs> our apartment's bathroom habit that you text while pooping. <laughs> yeah, TWP. Do you TWP? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know me. Um, yeah, they're they're. But again, that is like, really upset with myself for not immediately jumping on. Yeah, you know me. It's okay. I did it. You had to do it yourself. I gave myself a high five on that right, one. Fair enough. There, but that is like your only real private space. Do you mm-hmm. agree with that? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I live, I live by myself now. So like it's all private space, but, sure, uh, sure, sure. but yeah, when, when times when I've uh, lived with another person, that is, that's the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's something if you have like, if you have like that spa vibe in mm-hmm. your bathroom, if you can give it like, you know, Candle. Yeah, a couple candles here and there. You know, that like if that's where if that's where your relaxation happens, it's great. You know what I mean? I'm more of a I use the bathroom for utilitarian purposes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. In fact, I do a thing, I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the show. Now we're just talking about our weird bathroom habits again. Yay. Which we've done before, I think, on our soap episode. Sure. Um that's one of the places. One way to keep one way that I keep myself efficient in the morning. Is if I know I have, if I know I'm going to take a slightly longer one, I'll start at 180. If I know I'm going to take, if I'm like, if I need to be in and out, I'll start at 120, which is two minutes or three minutes. Yeah. Once I get in the shower, start counting. I've done that too. 120. Just to see how fast. 119. 118. Once just to see if I can, and then I'm like, boom, I'm in and out of the shower in two minutes. How, yeah, you can do it like two, two if I've, if I'm like burning through three is a good, like, that's like, that's like, uh, I'm beginning a long day, like, when I hustle, I can do it in 90 seconds. A 90 seconds? That, see, that you, to me is – I can't do even do it. You do the shampoo, then you soap everything, mm-hmm. and then you rinse it in one shot because it's going top down and everything's washing off. Oh, yeah. And then you're out and dried. See, I worry, like, the, I worry that the – I worry that um the if I get shampoo, like – if the shampoo is not just on my hair and like makes its way down to my body, then I fear like – then I'm like – then like shampooing the parts that are supposed to be soaped. Well, you're still soaping those areas too. Well, yeah, but then the last thing that touches them is shampoo. You're afraid your hair dirt is going to get all over your body? Yeah. It might. Yeah. That's the risk you take every I mean, day. I don't have dirty hair, generally. That's what you say. Wait, do I have dirty hair, Hal? Well, a lot of us have been talking. I mean, I do have some pomade in it. Like, mm-hmm. so the last thing that touches my skin is pomade. <laughs> Filthy. Yeah. Filthy. Gross. I'm a monster. I don't think it's the bathroom, though. I don't think it's the bathroom either. Just wanted to talk. Uh, I have a, I have a, a hunch. I know what it is. So it's the kitchen, the bedroom, or the living room. Mm-hmm. 
Let's talk about the living room. Okay. The meeting place of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, game night. Game night. Movie night. Movie night. It's where the TV is. Mm-hmm. It's where, uh, back in the day, it's where the radio was. If you had a slumber party with a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. that's the room you wanted to be in so you could watch movies all night yeah. or play Nintendo or it's sort whatever. Of, it is sort of become the receiving room too. Like mm-hmm. if you invite people over to your place, you know, you don't, you don't immediately all go into the bathroom. No, you, uh, you grab a seat on the couch, you have a coffee, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the, it's the very communal, uh, very communal room. This is true. Um, sometimes the couch is a, uh, is a pullout. Yes, that's then true. Then it, it can become the guest bedroom. It can become the guest bedroom. That is true. Ah, even if the couch isn't a pullout, it can become the guest bedroom if you if your couch is long enough. Yes. Uh, mine is not. My, very short people. That's my guest bedroom in my apartment. Okay. Is, this is my very is, short yeah, couch. Is your couch? Yeah. I look. I don't have a large apartment, so I uh I get small furniture. You make do, it. It works. It fits. Yeah. It fits the room very well. I don't have a giant chair because I don't have a big place. I have a mm-hmm. normal sized chair. Yes. Yeah. Little couch. It's well put together. Hey, little thanks, couch. Buddy. It's a quiet it's seating. Every, every day, <laughs> like the one before. Um, but it's not the living room. It's not the living room. The, like you saw how quickly we just fizzled out talking about the living room. Right. We just talked about stuff you do there. All right. You see what I'm doing here. Let's talk about the bedroom. Okay. When you were a kid, it is your. Uh, if you are a kid, room. it is a hundred percent the best room. Yes. What'd your bedroom look like as a kid? Uh, bunk beds mm-hmm. from this end up furniture. Remember this end up? Also, Hal. Yeah. I love that you're an only child and you had bunk beds. I did. That's amazing. I did. Where did you sleep on the top or the bottom? I slept on the top until I slept until I slept walked off of it as a kid. Yo. And then I was scared to be up there, and I slept on the bottom. Okay, so it did always have a bed on the bottom. Yes. Okay. Because I like, you know, like college dorm room, you have bunk beds, but frequently what we would do, like, or all our buddies, like, mm-hmm. you would have the upper bunk, yep. um, and, or you would bunk your bed. We would talk, we'd talk about it. Like, they would be regular sized beds, but then you would get a lift or something. So you'd have like a lofted bed, and then underneath is where you would put your desk. And yeah, yeah, yeah we didn't know. I had bunk bed. This end up, uh, chests for toys, mm-hmm. little pull top chest, uh, dresser. Mm-hmm. On the, I think on the dresser was a TV, a little mini TV, like a black and white, and yeah. then later on mini color TV. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I got like one of the TVs from downstairs. It was like a little bit bigger. Ooh, nice. Um, desk eventually, mm-hmm. and a closet. Those are the sort of the main. Did we didn't put office. We didn't put home office on this list. Yeah, but no, you don't want to go like. The well, yeah, I've told you. It's not the best place in your home. I mean, I've told you my home office idea. Hell, there's probably yeah. a suit of armor in that thing too. Of course, man. There I've is. really played this out in That's my head. That's where the bat is. flies in the window and inspires you to fight crime in a bat suit. Exactly. Oh, this you me. get me. Yeah. Um. What if Bruce Wayne was the only person who was afraid of bats? <laughs> Just in the whole world. Yeah, and then everybody else is like, oh. That guy's dressed as a bat. Let's shoot him in the face. That's the only part of him I can see. <laughs> uh, what's a weird thing that you uh, that you are afraid of or uh, can't handle that most people can? A weird thing? Yeah. Like if Bruce Wayne was the only person that – I'll start. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you mine. It made What made me think of it, I can't be around nail files. You I know, know this. that. I yeah. do know that. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any of those? I don't, I don't know that I have anything exactly like that. Anything that dumb? <laughs> no, but I <laughs> – did I tell you that that information's been passed to me through back channels? What? That that bothers you? Who did? My, um, was it my stepmother? 
I would never I first of all I'd never reveal sources. My stepmother sent me a Christmas card or a birthday card one year with a nail file in Just the middle the of it. The nail file itself bothers you. Yeah, it's the texture of it. I can't But if I was here filing my I'd nails, have to leave. You would yeah, you would have to leave. Yeah. That's I know. It's nuts. I can't handle them. I didn't like them as a kid. Yeah. But then eventually I would get points on my nails. They catch on things and then mm-hmm. I would use it and it felt so much better. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, can we not talk about this anymore? Okay. Oh. All I'm saying is it felt <laughs> like it was worth it. The trade off was worth who, it. Who, by the way, who squealed? I'll never tell. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> do you have any of those though? Any? But somebody was like, you should do this sometime and watch. He'll get up and leave the room. I was like, I would never do that. I'll save it. By the way, now that it's on the show, people can start bringing nail files when we do live shows. Don't ever – don't do that. Don't be that person. Um, you, you don't have one of these? No. My big fear is – The bubbles. The bubbles? The bubbles in soda. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that they don't I, don't – I don't have to leave the room if soda's open. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, no. My big fear is spiders. Oh, yeah. That's a super common – yeah. That... Somebody would be like, look at a picture of this one. And if they – if I don't know it's coming and they show it to me, I will jump and I will slap whatever it is out of their hand. Like a photo of a spider. I can't take to it. To be fair, if they're holding their phone and they're showing you a photo of a spider, it is the correct size for you to just think that yeah. there's a spider on their phone. I just go <laughs> – I can't do it. I can't deal with that. So don't bring spiders or nail files to our show. <laughs> you imagine enough. a spider filing its nails would be the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's got eight legs. Oh, so that's uh that's uh five fingernails per foot i don't know how they no, work it would just skitter across sandpaper it's the same thing that's you know what that's brilliant doing. yeah yeah They're that's brilliant. how uh that's how uh cousin it did not cousin it the uh, thing, thing did it from the adams family yeah he would that run hand. and then slide yeah he would just do rock slides across uh <laughs> power rock slides across the sandpaper yeah all right what else do we want to say about the bedroom it's where the closet is it's where all your clothes are it is the place where you go – is the last place you go during the day and the first place you are when you wake up. You, you spend half sleep. your life there. Yeah. Like I guess I'm just like – to me, I finally bought a good mattress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, good by my standards. I sure. mean the one I had before, they don't even – I don't think, even think they're allowed to sell anymore. Um, <laughs> but like – so I've never really paid much attention mm-hmm. to sleep and what is required when sleeping. Like – how many hours and like the environment for it, which is, I guess, why for so long I had terrible sleep, like yeah. slept really poorly until I just got this mattress this week, which is why it's on my on my brain. I was like, oh, actually, uh, feel rested in the morning instead of just in pain. Yeah. Um, yeah, that does make a huge difference. Yeah. There is something about spending so much of your life in bed mm-hmm. that. But you're not awake for it, so do you really appreciate the room? Are you- there is something to when you have a comfortable bed. Yeah, waking up on like a Sunday morning. Yeah, just relaxing. Yeah. If you have a television in your bedroom, which I did for a while, and then Jennifer was like, "I don't want a television in our bedroom." Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's a good idea. I have I one like, in mine. I have one in mine, and I never use it. Never turn it on. I used to every night when I was single. Mm-hmm. I would put in a DVD every night and put the commentary track on and just set everything to sleep. Mm-hmm. And that's what would like put me to – that was my bedtime story. Oh, as that's a, a cool as, uh, bedtime as an, ritual. As an adult. Yeah. Like I just loved – Someone tell me a story. Yeah. Tell me a story hmm. about how you made a cliffhanger. See, I'm, I don't like <laughs> – first of all, I was thinking like lowercase c cliffhanger, like mm-hmm. a cliffhanger movie. Nope. No, you mean the actual <laughs> Sylvester Stallone ice movie. Yeah. All right. With just checking in. John Lithgow is a villain. With John Lithgow. Was that Rennie Harlan made that movie? Yes. Yeah. I do love John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, for me, like I always, so many people, and I know I'm supposed to, and this is why I've slept so poorly for so long. Like I'm supposed to think of sleep as, uh, like this, oh, I can't wait. Like it's, I just luxuriate in it. It's time to go to bed. Oh, bedtime's the best. I get mm-hmm. to, no, I still think like a little kid, like in that I'm like, Oh, you don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. I have stuff to do. I can like, there, there's a movie that could be on. I could get some, go online and like look at cool stuff on the internet or, you know what I mean? Like there's all these things that, that I don't want to go to bed. So I'll stay up and like either watch a movie or work late or I'm always working on like, you know, me and my computer. I do crazy stuff with it. Like yeah. I accidentally downloaded a program I didn't want the other day. So I just wiped my computer and started over like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, going to bed is always like when I can no longer keep my eyes open. I'm like, oh, fine. And I go brush my teeth and just crash. See, I like to go in. I, d- I generally do go in when I'm so exhausted. I'm just going to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. There is something to going in. Now I like I have a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. I can bring the Switch into bed, put on a pair of noise-canceling headphones mm-hmm. and play on it. Jennifer is generally reading stuff on her phone or reading a mm-hmm. book. Um, we can talk to one another. Or I can watch something on the iPad. That's why this is by my bedside table. Every single night I'm holding an iPad in my hand. Right. Um, and I actually put stuff on it and I wear a pair of noise canceling headphones and that's where I listen to like commentary tracks and stuff. Gotcha. So yeah, so there's, there's something nice about that like ritual, the bedtime ritual. You do feel bad if you spend all day in your bedroom though. Yeah. I feel there's a feeling of a day wasted. Yeah. But that may be true if you're in any room of your house. You're like, I didn't go outside today. I was in the bathroom all day. I was in the bathroom all it was a day. day wasted. Very productive in many ways. Yeah. Uh, but I, like on the weekends, I try to have a day where I don't leave the house at all. Really? Because I spend so much time going back and forth during the week mm-hmm. that I need to be just sort of See, sedentary. I spend so much time working from home that like – like I've started recently. Now I go to the library. I just take, mm-hmm. I used to do it in New York. I would uh, always, uh, Jonathan Colton once said, I loved it. He was like, uh, we were chatting, uh, about it. And I was talking about like living in New York and how I go to the library to, to work. And he was like, yeah, cause if you're working from home, uh, the worst part of living in New York is always where you live. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like, like nobody lives in New York and is like, Oh, I love New York for the crampedness. Um, so I found myself doing that more. So like, uh, you know, I try to get out of the apartment more often. Yeah. See, I Um, like to, I like to craft a place. Like I love the neighborhood that we're in. Uh, we love our home. We spent time rearranging everything to get it how we like it. So I, I do enjoy being here, but there are other times mm -hmm. where I get cabin fever and I want to go out and do something. And, Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, I get restless and I did work from home for a couple of years and that was just for after a while, your home becomes like a prison. Yeah. If you don't make the time. That was the way, that was the way it was for me when I was doing the audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and not to say I didn't enjoy doing them. Like it's wonderful work. I love, uh, the, the author's a lot of fun. I love crafting, uh, uh, the pacing of a story. Like all the elements of doing the job are fun, except I'm at home in a home studio for however many weeks it takes to do it. And it is, I just get stir crazy. I remember finishing a book once and calling a friend and being like, uh, meet me in the middle of Sheep's Meadow in Central Park because it is the only place in New York City or it is the place in New York City that has the most wide open space around it. Physically, the center of Sheep's Meadow. I was like, I want as much wide open space around <laughs> me as possible. I said, meet me in the dead center of Sheep's Meadow. Yeah. 
you cannot get more wide open space in New York City than that spot. Um, let's talk about what I think is the obvious winner. Kitchen. The home in ancient times was built around the hearth. Okay. The kitchen. I mean, yeah, you have a fireplace oh, in the living yeah, room. Provided heat. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you have, but it's also you. You didn't have a fireplace and a range top. You had that was it. That was the fire. It's the campfire. The and I guess the living room is the same if there's a fireplace in it. But mm-hmm. but to me, the kitchen is the most human of the rooms. In ancient times, it provided the heat and the food. Modern times, it's you know I said earlier that if you're throwing a you know and you invite people over to your place the cliche is you can have you can have set the living room up beautifully for a party but everybody's going to wind up in the kitchen you know what i mean everybody just winds up standing around in the kitchen talking cuz that's where the food is and that's where the fridge is and that's where yeah. the you know what i mean like you always going to want to kind of wind up there at a party yeah that's 100% true if you have a kitchen table where you eat your meals mm-hmm. then it does become like de facto the all meeting right. place of the family. Where we all check in. Yeah, family meeting, sit down, we're getting to the kitchen table. My favorite memories of my mother were waking up early on Sundays when my father still remembered how to sleep in. Mm-hmm. And we would both be up and then we would go into the kitchen and we would sit for a couple hours and just talk. Yeah, that was shoot the breeze. Up, connect with one another. Um, I, I Like a lot of memories that I have – from growing up and spending time with people, there's a lot of time spent in our kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, it is there is something social to it. Mm-hmm. You get your food there. It's a place where you can engage in an activity and and make food. Yeah, um, that's what for me. That's mine with my family. It's not only do, does our our lives with each other revolve around uh, eating, it also revolves around cooking. Like cooking with my mother is every time I go back to visit, uh, she's actually in a house I never lived in, mm-hmm. but that kitchen of every room in that house, that kitchen feels like home. Sure. Um, it's got the smells that you're familiar with. The smells with. that I know. It's got my mom standing right there. Like, uh, it's, and that's a thing that we do together. By the way, isn't cooking with my mother your 1997 indie film that you made? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. We shot on Super 16 oh in black and white. Mm-hmm. We used a Bolex. Those are always the questions at every uh, every time you go to a uh, screening. If you've, if you've never been to a film festival, the very first question, whenever there's a Q&A at the end, is always, what'd you shoot on? Every time. Ah, uh, But, um, yeah, I can't say enough great. I, I can't think of anything bad about the kitchen. I mean, there's more chores in there than other places. Yeah. And when you're a kid, like, to our kid listeners, like, yeah, when you're a kid, your bedroom is the greatest room in the house. And forget the kitchen, man. That's where doing dishes happens. Yes. That's where, you know, all there's so many chores that are kitchen-based chores. Or the food you don't like yeah. is there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those were, that was like our gaming table, too. We'd play board games and Scrabble and stuff like that yeah. on that table. So that became sort of the social center of the home. Yeah, when I think about home, the room that I think of is the kitchen. Yeah. Did we figure it out? I think we always knew. I think we always Always knew. Always knew deep inside. I thought it was going to be the bedroom, but I'm sold on the kitchen. Yeah. People of the world, huddle in your kitchens. (laughs) It's the best room. Yeah. It's great. It's got food in it. 
that you can make or brought or bring in from outside. We don't judge your choices. No, man. Um, it is a social center of the home. It is a, it is a familial center. Mm-hmm. Like it is a cultural center. Cultures revolve to a certain extent around food and, and have an identity in the food that they create and eat. So, you know, your kitchen and how you keep it and what you make there, um, says a lot about your heritage and who you are and where you've come from. So that is why it is the best room in the house. Asked and answered. This felt like a very – our single most straightforward episode. Yes. Right? Yes, it was. Pick from this small list of things. Yeah. Tell some stories about uh, our personal experiences. Yes. And then pick the correct answer. That's right. Well, high five, Hal. High five. Did you just self-high five again? I did it lightly. Fair enough. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or you can email us. Well, first of all, go to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash group forward slash we got this podcast. Got favorite rooms in your home. Feel comfortable sharing a picture. We'd love to see the places that you live and the places that are important to you. Also, check out the subreddit cozy spaces. That's got a lot of really cool rooms at it that are good. It's good design ideas and inspiration. Or you can email us. Look, I said some confusing stuff at the top of the show. <laughs> Just send it to either. You can send an email to we got this podcast at gmail.com or you can send it to info at howlublin.com. I'm going to. Do something I should have done a long time ago, which is have them all forward to my personal private email. You just rolled your eyes like, I can't believe I did not think of this two years ago. Yeah, the dumbest, the dumbest thing that I have, easy that I have not been doing. Anyway, email us. Welcome to my world, buddy. We will answer them. Thank you to all of you who have sent in topics. Um, We have been ignoring you, but we will not do it any longer. And it was not a willful ignorance. No. So there you go. Thank you to producer Ken Flume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners. May we all wind up throwing a party, assuming we're going to go in the living room, and then all standing around in the kitchen together. That's right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned, audience supported